Hello, and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such of a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Welcome back to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast, where every week we talk about entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. I'm Patrick Ray. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Canopy Boulder today. And this week I am joined with uh, Ian Carlson of Design Technology. Welcome to the podcast, Ian. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for uh, bringing me on your show. Yeah. Happy to have you. So Ian, um, you are the creator of the Bellow Vaporizer and a member of the Canopy Boulder fall 2018 cohort. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from? Thanks. So my background is a, uh, as a product designer working on hardware devices in kind of cutting edge markets. I've worked on electric vehicles, prosthetics, and audio tech in my past. And now I'm working on uh, a new device to help uh, shape the social cannabis industry. Awesome. Awesome. And we're currently in Boulder, Colorado, but this is not home for you. Can you tell us a little bit about where are you from? Yeah, so I uh, went to school at Northeastern University in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, came out here in October for the program, and have been loving being out in sunny Colorado. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little different out west in the wintertime, isn't it? Yeah, much more wet and much more cold. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I went to college in Rhode Island, every winter was just like brutal, brutal, and I love being out west. Um, So Ian, uh, tell us about your company. What problem are you trying to solve at Design Technology uh, with the Bellow Vaporizer? So the Bellow Vaporizer is really targeted to shift how we perceive cannabis perception in social events. So right now there's, you know, a, a wave of businesses coming into the market, creating incredible experiences, kind of giving us a perception and a view into the future of social cannabis. And right now, uh, the, the methods for consumption are not tailored for this type of experience. And we're coming in as you know, a new player in the market, um, essentially trying to clean up and make a more elegant way to consume vapor. So how is the Bellow unique and different from the other tabletop vaporizers out there? So we're in the few tabletop vaporizers that are battery powered. On top of that, you know, we have a very different way of consumption. So we actually fill your glass for you uh, with a removable glass. So it's a, basically like a cocktail glass that is uh, easily placed on the device and is automatically filled for you. Yeah, tell, us, tell me about this vapor, vapor tack tap, sorry, vapor tap technology that you've pioneered. Sure. So we think vapor taps are going to become an industry segment and are going to kind of lead the way that people are going to see cannabis in the future. And this technology is, is based off the fact that instead of filling up the glass with your own lungs, we have a silent air pump that actually pumps the vapor into the glass for you. So it allows you to have one 
a location or, or multiple like a beer tap where you could fill up your own glass at will. All right. And, um, you know, we've seen this thing in action, how quickly, you know, what we're talking about is a vape, tabletop vaporizer, right? In that you sit what looks like a little stemless wine glass on it, um, on top of it. And just by sitting the glass on there, that initiates the bellow vaporizer, right? So how, how fast does it take to fill up a um, little stemless wine glass on the vapor tap? So it'll begin filling instantaneously. Uh, depending on how fill, full you want the glass, you can let it uh, get as full as you'd like, but it takes about one second. Does it, does it like spill out over to the sides? This, this, this vapor, how so do you keep it in the glass? We have a, a little piece of uh, a diffuser that essentially takes the vapor and swirls it on the bottom. So it creates this kind of thick velvety vapor that you can visibly see fill from the bottom up. Oh, that's super cool. So you can take the glass off the vaporizer, the, the, the bellow, and then sort of casually walk about the room or chat with friends and have this vapor in the glass. Exactly. Yeah. So you can sip it just like you would a scotch or wine or espresso. Very cool. Very cool. So, you know, what's the profile of a bellow, bellow consumer or someone who's going to buy and use the product? Well, right now we're really uh, interested in finding, you know, the tastemakers of friend groups, the people that host parties and, and invest in their friendships and their social scene. And this is really making their lives easier and, and really enhancing their ability to create these like very memorable experiences where, you know, people can have the very first, you know, uh, or calling a vapor toast where, you know, everyone has their own glass and, and you can make a toast to your, to your friend group. With that. Yeah. It's not like standing in a circle, passing around a little vape pen to share with everyone. Right. Exactly. So yeah, there is definitely a sanitary aspect to it as well. And in the professional market, uh, the sanitary aspect, uh, affects things in the legal level as well. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about how you plan to go to market with the Bellow. Yeah. So we, uh, just this past week announced that we're the national sponsor of the Canvas Wedding Expo. It's a, a expo series that is in uh, LA, San Francisco, Denver, and Las Vegas. And this is going to be our debut into the world so that we can demonstrate what we've built and how we see uh, um, our product fitting into the industry and we're going to be, you know, receiving testimonials and um, essentially releasing articles about um, how the industry is coming to shape. Okay. Okay. And, um, you know, I wanna, uh, you know, that's great about going to market. It sounds like that's going to give you a, a big sort of uh, platform on which to stand and reach new people. Um, you know, I want to, I want to, I think we left one thing out about the product, which I think is critically important to think about. Um, you utilize standard um, vaporizer cartridges, correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So can you tell us a little bit more about which the stand, what the standard is and what you opportunities you see and why you're choosing to use a standard uh, vape pen cartridge? So the beauty of the vaporizer cartridges is that they're pre-filled and they're widely available. There's you know 40 million of them purchased every year. And this allows consumers to go to a store and without any mess, any cleanup, packing, or, or any inherent skill to, to have to learn, they can create vapor instantly and move away from combustion. Yeah, I can imagine folks showing up 
at a social gathering with their vape pens and unscrewing the cartridge and then saying, Hey, you know, yeah, I've got this great sativa or check out, you guys got to check out terpenes. They've added back into this cartridge and then sort of rotate in and out cartridges into the bellow that everybody gets to try and experience with these beautiful stemless wine glasses. Exactly. And we've, we've spoken to cannabis sommeliers as well that have seemed extremely interested in, in having this almost like bringing a different wine pairing to the table for each of their dishes. That's super cool. It's a, it's funny, you know, there's always room for better, right? And I think the consumption experience from a social standpoint, isn't that great, right? There haven't been a lot of great solutions, especially the tabletop vaporizer market. I mean, you have, you know, we won't name any names. There's one, you know, fill up this gigantic weird bag, you know, it looks like a balloon full of vapor, which is very effective for medical patients, but probably not right for modern social consumption. And then you got others. It's like you're pulling from some like medical tube that over time browns. It's like, it's kind of, it's clearly needing a market that needs a better solution. And I think, you know, one of the things that we really liked about, Bello and uh, the team is that they're doing something truly different and they have some interesting technology. And this isn't your first, you know, rodeo with a hardware startup. You know, can you talk a little bit about those past experiences and things you learned as an entrepreneur? Yeah. So I think the, the most exciting one, you know, recently for me was my last project. We had a Kickstarter that was really successful. Um, I was working at this company. I won't name them right now, but we're, uh, they were very focused on productivity tools and disconnecting from technology is a big aspect of their brand. And we essentially came up with this product, uh, kind of created a new way of keeping track of your time in an analog way. And, uh, you know, we were very successful in bringing that to market. Uh, it's actually going to start shipping in the next couple months. And, uh, yeah, you know, designing for manufacturability is something that's at the core of my kind of design process. And that disconnection from technology is something that I like to bring into all of our products and is a core reason why our device doesn't have a screen on it. <laughs> so you're like a tech company that's designing experiences without tech. Exactly. Designed technology. There you go. All right. It all makes sense now. So, you know, it's really important, obviously, to have a great team. Um, this is not a solo venture for you. Can you tell us about who's on the team? Yeah, so currently we've got a team of three people and a, quite a large advisory group uh, behind us. And it's myself. Uh, our marketing department is essentially Dimitri uh, Sharton. He is a, a very talented uh, musician and understands uh, the industry very well. He's worked in dispensaries like MedMen and uh, has worked on the ground level, you know, filling these cartridges and really understands the, the problems faced by these businesses that we're trying to help. And uh, Charlie Swanson is a software engineer that's, you know, basically running our website and is going to help us uh, develop our app in the future. So, you know, usually this point in the podcast, I ask about traction, but you're sort of staging up to have a big traction event at the Cannabis Wedding Expo. You know, how are you preparing for that? And how are you thinking about, as an entrepreneur, what you want to get out of that experience? So we have uh, production electronics ready. You know, we're going to be starting to ship products in about 90 days. Uh, so we're actually going to be bringing order forms to the Cannabis Wedding Expo so we can take or initial orders and begin shipping as soon as possible so that we can get uh, a really great feedback loop with these vendors, uh, particularly in the uh, wedding space. 
and you know, your, your whole go to market and the product is, is keying off this trend for so, social consumption, right? And we're seeing this become uh, a trend, a thing in 2019. Um, and just to be clear, social consumption and consum consumption spaces are sort of the last mile of the cannabis industry, right? I mean, you can grow it, you can process it, you can sell it, you can buy it, but there's really no places to consume it, right? So, you know, where do you see the social consumption market headed and how will the changes coming ahead impact your business? So I see a lot of uh, big movement towards, you know, the normalization of, of cannabis consumption and making it, you know, normalized, be, meaning that it's a familiar experience. And, you know, I think as designers, we like to tap into normal experiences that people are already aware of so that we're not having to teach them and educate them how to use our product. So, you know, they don't have to rely on a user manual. And I think there's going to be a big shift in the industry towards uh, a normalization of experience for cannabis. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we are now in week 15 of a 16 week Canopy Boulder Accelerator program. How are you feeling? Uh, we're feeling really good. Canopy has been just an unreal help for us. And, uh, you know, we came into this program with uh, honestly quite a different product and Canopy really pushed us to uh, pursue our market research goals that we had set. And, you know, we've come out of the program now feeling really confident in what we've built and why we're building it. So, you know, talk to me about the highlights, you know, 15 weeks in, what do you remember as a highlight? So I remember our first pitch practice was great. I mean, I think, you know, day one was honestly a very memorable day for us because it's when you meet your whole cohort and all of the advisors you're going to be seeing for the next few months. And uh, I really liked our color code and, uh, you know, just everyone joking about each other's personalities, you know, before we got very comfortable very quickly with each other. Very cool. Yeah. And what Ian's referring to is that um, we have all of our incoming entrepreneurs take this very short personality test, which categorizes them into four uh, quadrants uh, to four colors. It's called the color code. And uh, it's kind of like a light personality test. You find out if you're you're sort of a yellow and you're all about fun. You're, you're red and you're serious and you want to get stuff done. Blue, you care about, you know, doing things, but doing them right. Um, and then white, you seek peace um, with in your relationships. So uh, to understand who you're with when you're just starting and sort of break the ice is kind of a cool thing. So just a little background there. So Ian, let's shift gears and talk a little bit about the journey to Boulder and Canopy Boulder. So how did you find out about Canopy Boulder? Uh, I honestly, I found Canopy through Google. I was, uh, you know, I'd been through different startup accelerators in the past and I had been working on this vaporizer and I was, you know, thinking about the problems we we're going to be facing in the next months and how beneficial it would be to have, uh, you know, that really great support network again. And I just Googled it, you know, Cannabis Startup Accelerator. There you go. Canopy popped up first thing. Thank you to the Google. Um, so, you know, how did you make the decision to come to Boulder and, and really get serious about design technology? Uh, so, I mean, I lived in Boulder in the early 90s and, you know, really loved living here. And I had honestly been looking for a way to get back out here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes weird things align. And I had been looking for the past year how to get back out to Colorado. And, uh, you know, the industry... Uh, in Colorado is much more mature than it was in Boston. And, you know, between 
I think the amount of businesses and how mature they are now is get, has given us the ability to get the insight we have now. Yeah. You know, it's, we get asked all the time um, for, by folks to come to my, you know, city X or Y or Z and launch a canopy boulder like accelerator program. And we're very sort of careful about expansion just because of that exact reason. Right. You know, we think that an accelerator to be effective, especially if you're a vertically, a vertical focused accelerator, you need to be surrounded by people in the industry. You know, you need to have quick access to folks who have some reference point for the industry and isn't something new that they're excited about and have no clue about um, at the same time if they're a mentor. So, you know, being in Colorado, you know, we have access to all these leading companies and industry pros, and we do a fair number of social events, try to draw out these people so um, folks can interact. I just actually saw Ian meeting with one of our mentors uh, just now. What were you talking about with one of the mentors that you were just meeting with? Uh, we were talking about how to increase our ability to kind of scale into the mass market through the now you know, fully legal hemp industry. Right, right. And, and so what did you take away from that? that conversation? I, I took away from that conversation that, you know, essentially that, you know, hemp is, is ready in the market now. There's a lot of big players already in it. And, you know, being able to jump into that market with uh, a technology that previously is only used in, in for cannabis and THC is uh, pretty exciting. And, you know, our, our, that advisor also seemed very excited about this opportunity. That's cool. You know, we kind of are starting to look at CBD and hemp as its own gateway into the cannabis industry, right? Um, and with a great sort of consumption experience, like you'll have with the Bellow, that's just sort of like the cherry on top, right? You know, you can have the what, but you know, you need to have sort of the something to, to make sure that people have a good experience and it's something they want to come back and do and it's familiar to them as well. And I think that's where you know, Bellow and design technology really nails it. So um, before you came to the program, were you experiencing any like challenges or were, were you getting stuck anywhere? Like wh where were you at as an entrepreneur with this? Yeah. So as a hardware guy, you know, sometimes it's hard to step away from the technology and, you know, I tend to get very excited about technology and I've, you know, I've gotten a lot better about not getting attached to my ideas, but uh, I think, you know, I had this initial vision for our brand and where it was going. And, you know, we were definitely on to something at the high, highest level, but then we came out and we started talking to all of these bud tenders and people in the industry. And we realized the problem we were solving was, I think, larger than just um, creating a better vaporizer. It's really about shaping how people perceive cannabis in the social event. And the only way that we can do that is by cleaning it up and making it more elegant. And I don't want to step over too many puns here, but you sort of, you, you raised your level. You went to a higher level of understanding of the market and the folks who are influencers, right? By speaking to the bud tenders and other people in the industry. Absolutely. And, and we realized too, that, you know, the customers were, were that we could, um, you know, that we were solving problems for weren't just cannabis connoisseurs. They were people of all ages and all backgrounds and, you know, making a solution that was friendly to all of them is critical for mass market adoption. So it sounds like you've come, sounds like you've come a long way and I know you've come a long way with the business. Um, you know, you mentioned you were part of other um, accelerators. How was Canopy Boulder different? 
Yeah. So, you know, I was in Mass Challenge, which is this global startup competition. They, in the class, have 128 people. So it's a very big organization, um, you know, different. It's just they operate a very different way. But I think what was really amazing with Canopy and particularly for the cannabis industry, which is, you know, this on the verge and where expertise in the industry really comes into play, you know, having that close knit understanding with our advisors and mentors was critical for guiding us and making sure we're on the right path, you know, with each step and kind of doing a reality check to make sure we're doing what we need to be doing. Yeah. There's nothing worse than like moving down a path and then realizing you're on the wrong path. And, um, you know, the sort of mantra that Techstars uh, has is do more faster, right? So how can you as an entrepreneur accomplish more in a short period of time um, in the accelerator than on your own, right? And um, I know one of the things we try to do is to inundate our founders and these entrepreneurs like Ian with folks who have perspectives and unique um, experiences that they can share. Sometimes it feels a little whiplashy. I don't know if you'd agree with that, but um, yeah, you know, how did you manage all those differing opinions? Uh, so I think we took a kind of design research approach to everything uh, from our market research to, you know, interacting with mentors in another level is really just another aspect of research. So we're testing out ideas, how we explain them and, you know, really looking at it and in kind of an analytical way, you know, what was their feedback? What's their position and, and why are they responding the way they are? Mm -hmm. And we can use that to kind of guide our process and, and take their feedback to the, and use it to the fullest extent without letting it negatively or, you know, uh, you know, hopefully not negatively influence our process. So, you know, now that you're about to wrap up the program, what's next for design technology? I mean, and Bello, you, you have the Cannabis Wedding Expo and, and that's going to be an important event uh, for the development of your, your business. But what's the big vision for Bello? You know, is this going to be the primary product or how are you going to expand and um, diversify? Yeah, design technology really is about social connection over, you know, right now it's over a vapor tap. In the future, you know, we'd like to expand more into the culinary space, uh, particularly in you know the the spirit vapor space with um, mixologists as well as you know just the general culinary experience and there's a lot of avenues for our kind of electric hot air technology to really influence cooking in the food space. Nice tease. Okay, so um, so you know one of the things we're always pushing on are the what are the three compelling things about your business, whether it's for an investor who wants to invest or a team member to join or for somebody to partner with you. So what do you think is really compelling about what you're doing? Well, I think the easiest one right now is, is honestly the timing. You know, there's, you know, a, you know, over a thousand vaporizer companies out there at this point. And we're constantly hearing that this is, you know, the first vaporizer in a long time, you know, since the volcano where there's a truly new approach to consuming vapor. And, um, you know, we have an industry mission beyond just we're creating a vaporizer. You know, we're, we're trying to empower businesses to, to maintain that elegant experience that they're investing in. And is, you know, the consumption experience is the, you know, the worst part of the experience. It's going to be hard for the industry to get that mass market acceptance. So we have this, you know, high level industry mission. And then on top of that, you know, I have experience 
Dimitri and Charlie and I have all known each other for years. So we're a very uh, close group and work really well together. You know, it, you spoke to this, this point that, you know, the industry wants to be different and they put together plans and designs for uh, an elevated experience of uh, a more mature, refined experience, but you know, the devil's in the details, right? And providing uh, devices that match that experience is, is going to be important. So um, that is uh, really great of you to take that on. So um, last question here, what advice do you have for new or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to join the cannabis industry? I mean, you've been through this, you're living it now. Uh, if you could give a couple pieces of advice to folks who are starting or uh, thinking about getting on that same journey, what would you say? Uh, I'd say, you know, get out there, talk to people about your idea, see how it, how, see how people react and see how you need to adjust how you explain it to people. And then, you know, build a support network, whether it's Canopy or close friends and family that have business experience um, because, you know, it's a long road. And if you make big mistakes early on, it could end your business down the line. Yeah, we say entrepreneurship can, can be a very lonely journey. It's an um, extreme sport. Yeah, and an extreme sport. Um, and it's nice to have a team around you that, you know, that cares and is invested and vested and make, you know, is, is uh, focused on your success as well. Um, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's neat. It's fine. You know, but they're not going to get involved and engaged. And um, I totally agree with you. It's about building a community around you. So um, Ian, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, it was great to have you on and uh, congratulations, uh, pre-congratulations for graduating from the program. Um, and we're looking forward to hearing about how the Cannabis Wedding Expo went and excited about your launch and all the things that you have ahead of you. So thank you for letting us be part of your journey. Thank you, guys. All right. And to everyone listening, thanks for joining us this week on the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast. If you like what you hear, um, do us a favor and uh, give us a review. Share the podcast with your friends and, um, you know, uh, tune in every week when we're trying to bring you more about entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. So for now, uh, on behalf of Ian and the design technology team and myself at Canopy Boulder, thanks for joining us and uh, make sure you tune in next week. Thanks. Now for the disclaimers, uh, please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.